Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The following is a commercial program paid for by the Duncan Duo at Remax Dynamic. The opinions, viewpoints, and promises made during the following program are not those of WFLA-AM, its staff, management, or parent company, iHeartMedia Incorporated. If you're looking for real estate help, you've come to the right place. The official real estate agents of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tune in for the next hour with my buddy Andrew Duncan on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. Happy Sunday, Tampa Bay. We're with you for another week here on the Duncan Duo Show to talk to you about the Tampa Bay real estate market in our first show in a new decade. Yeah, happy new so year. So first show in 2020. So, uh, you know, I, I, it's amazing to me that that uh, that it's 2020. I, I saw someone post on social media the other day that 2050 is just as close as 1990. 1990 I saw the and same thing. And I was thing. like, oh, man, that really makes me feel old. And it, it, it makes me, you know, sad. But nonetheless, we're here. And uh, we're getting a great start to the new year talking about real estate today. Hope you all had a uh, great Christmas and a great new year, a great holiday season. Uh, but it's over. Yep. And now it's time to get to work and time to start start your 2020 resolutions, your 2020 plan, um, and, and all kinds of uh, – Interesting stuff will uh, will happen in 2020. But Mike, I think you had a good New Year, right? Not, nothing too exciting. But nothing too exciting. Celebrated in downtown Tampa. Had a great uh, holiday season with family and friends, and so it was great. And uh, I am excited for 2020, though. I think it's going to be a great year, and looking forward to to getting everything off. And I think running. it's going to be a great real estate year. Similar, similarly, though, we had we had a great um, we had some family in town for a couple of weeks, and, and uh, thank God that they're home now. <laughs> so uh, I know they're not listening right now because they're back somewhere it's up good north. To come but and good to but go. it was good to have them here for a couple of weeks, and that was about my limit. Uh, but but nonetheless, uh, we did have a really good holiday and and got to see family. You know, my grandma's ninety one. Wow. Uh, still still there celebrating, you know, Christmas. I've got aunts in their 80s. Um, and, and then my parents uh, that have just uh, pa- surpassed in the se- into the 70s, both with, with some pretty considerable health problems. So another year with all of them was was was, yeah, uh, was definitely fun. And I uh, got to see my younger brother came into town. So, um, you know, got to see them. We got to go take my nephew uh, to see Star Wars, which is cool. My nephew, if, if you guys remember on the show, my, my older brother passed away a couple of years ago. So this is his son. Okay. Uh, and he came into town and... So, uh, so it was great to see him. I hadn't seen him in over a year, so so it was it was great to see him. He's grown up so much. And uh, anyway, back to back to real estate in 2020. Um, as you um, start to plan your year, uh, there are a lot of people out there in the place where they're considering buying their first home and and they're budgeting. Uh, and even if it's not their first home, maybe it's their second or the third home. Um, you know, this is a time of year when you start to make you know put your financial plan in order. Uh, you know, it's not going to be long before you're, you know, doing your taxes and making adjustments to all your, you know, retirement accounts. And, you know, we saw an article this week that talked about how 
um, you know, a gentleman put was putting too much into his 401k and couldn't qualify to buy a mortgage. And uh, I, I think now, you know, now's the time when a lot of people will say, okay, well, now I'm going to increase my this, or I'm going to decrease that, or I'm going right. to claim this, you know, number of dependents, or I'm going to do this on my taxes. And, you know, and they don't realize that they think they're doing themselves some good, and they may be doing themselves some good for their retirement, which is, you know, 30 or 40 years away, but they're hurting themselves right now in terms of, you know, maybe not having the money to, to put down on a house. Yeah, I think it's a, a great time of year to, as people look at that and you're looking into those things, to talk to um, to talk to your mortgage lender, talk to an expert that that's there as far as, hey, if you have a goal to buy in the next three or six months or whenever it may be, you know, are you doing the things? Are you budgeted right to have enough money down for a down payment? You know, talk to your financial advisor, whoever your expert is, someone that you trust that you're going in there and let them know what, what your goal is for the year. Um, this is the time people are thinking about it. And we see a lot of people saying, hey, I'm going to buy my first home this year. Right. And the time to plan is not right when you're going to buy it, but, you know, it's as now. soon as possible. Yeah. And, and, and I think, again, a lot of people make that mistake where they either put too much into their 401k or they write off too much on their taxes or they, their expenses to certain things are too high, or maybe they're going to Starbucks too much. I right. mean, you know, evaluate your financial situation and determine you know what your goal is. And if there's something keeping you from that goal, you need to know about it now before you write an offer on the house and then find out, oh, you give too much to your 401k, or oh, the three trips a day to Starbucks is causing you, right. you know, not to be able to buy. Yeah, nowadays you can buy a home with you know as little as three percent down. I mean, as little as zero, zero if you're right. a VA or, VA, or if you're right. US percent yeah, right. financing but you know a lot of the conventional loans are three three percent down or three and a half percent down and so it doesn't take a whole lot so when you mention that cup of starbucks and how many people that are you know spending six seven bucks a day you, know, you save that up over a couple six months. seven bucks a trip yeah, yeah right yeah. i mean they might be spending 20 i mean i have people in my company that go there three times a day and i'm like you, right. you want you want a raise? I'll give you a raise. Yeah, okay, so I'm Stop going to Starbucks. Starbucks right? Here's your raise. Drink some water. Yeah, <laughs> you know. That's... But 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 no. In in reality, I mean, you're right. I mean, it, it's not long before that adds up. If you're doing that every day, I mean, it could be five or six hundred bucks a a month. Yep. That you're giving that habit away to. So so really evaluate. You know what your goal is and your financial plan. And hey, hey look, if you make it. And, and you're spending it, it's one thing. But if you don't make enough and you're spending too much of a percentage of your income on one thing or another, you know, it may need to be reined in if you really do want to, you know, accomplish home ownership. But, but, but again, you know, people start to get their their taxes, their, their, you know, they get their 1099s, they get their W-2s, they get right. that, that stuff in. Another one is self-employed people. I think self-employed people, um, you know, that tend to maybe be a more aggressive with what they write off or deduct on their taxes, sometimes that can cause their income to be adjusted too low to be able to qualify. Yeah, all the, I mean, we see it all the time. I mean, it's one of the beauties of being self-employed is that you are able to take tax deductions from the costs associated with running your business. And that's all great because it lowers how much you have to pay in taxes until they come to us and want to buy a home and they didn't report enough income that, that is on there. And while there are some you know, different type of loan programs that can help those people, now is the time to, to take a look at you know, and talk to a mortgage professional. Um, you know, how much do you need to qualify? And right. maybe you're is a little bit less aggressive this year as far as taking the deductions or you can move things to other years so that you can show more income and be able to qualify. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Well, the, so the, the next group of people I'm going to be talking about are those people with resolutions in 2020 of selling their home. Um, you know, interestingly enough, January 1, hundreds and hundreds of homes expire off the multiple listing service, meaning that the agreement that they have with their agent 
uh, goes away. Right. Now they're a free agent. Their home goes off the market. Now they have to determine what their next step is. So first and foremost, we want to apply for that job. You know, we have sold, you know, hundreds, uh, well over $100 million in, in real estate uh, of homes that had been listed with someone else, and then we've sold them after the fact. So so we have we have been down this path a lot. And, and I can tell you that um, there are a lot of crucial mistakes that agents make. Um, you know, there's, there's marketing tactics, there's pricing things, there's photography, there's videography. You know, we do an overall analysis on every property that was listed with someone else to determine what they did, what we think they, you know, what their miscue was and what, we, what we'll do differently. So if you are someone out there and your home didn't sell, don't give up. Um, you know, call, call a, a better agent. Um, unfortunately, with the uh, rise in real estate values and the improvement in the real estate market, a lot of people have gotten into real estate the last few years. And a lot of those listings that are expiring are from those people that aren't very experienced. They're, you know, your uncle's brother's friend. They're your cousin. They're your, you know, your neighbor who got their license and you gave them your listing. Right. And then, you know, I can't tell you how many horror stories I've heard from the years about somebody saying that they hired someone for that reason. And, uh, you know, amazingly, things didn't work out. So, you know, we're, we're ready to take the, the challenge in those cases. We would love the opportunity to talk to you, come out to your house, uh, you know, see what what programs we have available to help you get more exposure. Um, but but um, nonetheless, um, if your resolution was se- selling your home in 2020 and it failed, um, you know, don't give up and, you know, definitely make a change. Far too often I hear people say, well, I'm going to go back to them. Well, look, you know, what are they going to do differently if they didn't do the first time? Right. You know, why didn't they do it the first time if they're doing something now? You know, yep. and, and so, you know, you need a change. Uh, it happens a lot of the time. There's times when you're you're with an agent and they're just not aggressive enough with their marketing. And, you know, I hear, you know, we'll talk to customers and people at, at you know, holiday parties and they'll say, well, you know, I just hired them. And, you know, they're going to put, a, put it on the MLS like every other realtor, you know, which is what I hear a lot. And so, you know, I want to kind of blow that myth out of the water really quick that putting it on the MLS today really doesn't do anything. No. It's not just about putting it on MLS. It's putting it on MLS the right way. The photos, the description, are the appropriate boxes checked in MLS. When you're a single solo practitioner agent and you don't have 50 sets of eyes, like a big team like ours looking at every listing to make sure we don't make a mistake, um, you miss stuff. And when that agent's juggling all the balls that they're juggling and they're a single solo practitioner, they're just not going to be as good as a, as a group like ours. They're going to miss things. And, and so we want to make sure we don't miss those things. But, you know, in addition to, um, you know, in addition to that, uh, it, it's syndication. It's, you know, today, um, the, you know, putting it in MLS doesn't mean it goes out to all the major real estate web portals um, the right way. Um, and, and that's something we study all the time. You could put it in the MLS, but that doesn't mean it gets on Zillow or Realtor.com uh, the right way. So uh, because agents have to pay for those extra services now, they're not free. Uh, long, are the, long gone are the days where the listing goes to every single website for free. That's right. gone. You, you have to pay for the exposure today and for the right exposure. Um, you know, there's there's some agents that don't pay those services and then their listing goes on those websites with a different agent's name and face on it. You know, so the the people inquiring are inquiring with someone that has that isn't the listing agent that has no idea about that house. It's very it's trickery. But a lot of customers don't know that that causes sales to fall apart because when that buyer says, hey, I want to you know, I want questions. I want to work with the listing agent. I have this question. I have that question. And they don't get the answers to those questions because that buyer's got to track down an agent who's got to track down a seller. And and, and it's just it's chaos. So it's not just you know listing it with an agent. It's listing it with an agent that that pays for the right 
you know, the right uh, syndication of the listing to get it out to all of those places. So getting it the right way is, is really important. The photos, the video, the description, um, all things that are important, but the syndication and the, having a budget to be able to pay for those things that a lot of agents just don't have, you know, they just don't pay for it. So, you know, the, the idea that you're going to hire anyone and whoever puts it in the MLS is going to be what gets it sold. There's, you know, hundreds of home sellers that expired on January one, right. that that was the reason that they didn't, their, their home didn't get sold. Yeah. You know? So it's a, it's a, it's a big thing. So if you, if you didn't get your home sold, don't give up, give us a call, uh, get a second opinion. Even if it's not us, um, we do cover the entire Tampa Bay area. We get that all the time. Do you guys cover Lakeland? Do you cover Sarasota? Do you cover Clearwater? Do you cover St. Pete? Do you cover Wesley Chapel? Yes, 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 yes. Every answer. Yes. If you're listening to this show, Right now, we cover your area. We we have you know fifty people and and they live in the local markets that we work with, and we hire specifically so that we can geographically cover the entire listening audience that we have for both our radio show and the viewing audience for our you know TV commercials. So, well, again, you're listening to the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. When we aren't on air, make sure to follow us on all of our socials. We are at the Duncan Duo Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Make sure to uh, follow all of our channels. You get up to date real estate information. We do contests. We do uh, giveaway for lightning tickets. Um, you know, and, and um, you know, all kinds of really cool stuff on all of our socials that are, uh, you know, real estate related. And we're going to come back after a quick break. We're going to announce something that uh, I announced last week on the show with Angela, but it's now underway and open. Uh, and that's a partnership, a thing that we've done with Metropolitan Ministries and Donation, uh, which is a cookie dough ice cream uh, shop. Uh, on North Del Mabry in the Noble Crust uh, Plaza. We're going to talk about that after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. Tampa Bay, if you want to know what's going on in the real estate market, tune in right here on Sundays at 10 a.m. on 970 WFLA for the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. So we're back here on the Duncan Duo Show. I teased this before the break, but uh, we we just um, you know did the soft opening for Donation, uh, which is, um, if, if you haven't heard of it, it had a shop in downtown Tampa um, and it's a, you know, ice cream and cookie dough type uh, dessert, um, you know, spot. And um, it, it's a social enterprise by Metropolitan Ministries where Metropolitan takes uh, donations, uh, donation, you, yeah, know, get it, ha, it, ha, yeah. ha, you know, a little pun on words yeah. there. But they, they, they take a donation from, you know, a supporter of Metropolitan Ministries to open up a location of donation. And, and we were the original investor. They call it Dovester. Uh, for the location uh, on Carrollwood, the first location of its kind that is, you know, kind of piloting this new program where they, you know, partner with a community leader that gives money to help start a location. And the location employs people that were on campus at Metro that, you know, previously homeless, you know, awesome. that, that, you know, taking them through a culinary program and all of the profits. Uh, so we have no ownership, not, nothing. We simply gave money to help start it. And so all, but all the profits from that location go directly to Metropolitan Ministries. Metropolitan Ministries owns every donation location 100%. Awesome. So, you know, a really cool thing. We just had the soft opening, and and uh, we did that with our team. And uh, so, if if you are a fan of the downtown location and you miss it, you might have to drive up to Carrollwood. I I would imagine there are going to be some other locations opening this year, but the first one is in Carrollwood, and uh, it is at now officially open uh, for business. And uh, it's in the Noble Crust Plaza on North Del Mabry, which is um, about halfway about halfway up Carrollwood, you know, in North Del area. So, um, you know, it is open for business, and uh, soon we will have our own flavor on the menu. Oh, wow. Uh, All which right. will be kind of cool. There's a little dedication wall to us in there for, for giving the seed money to start the location. Very cool. But uh, just a really, really cool business idea by Metropolitan Ministries. And I think, you know, we're just past the season when everyone is – 
focused on giving and charity and and we kind of want to keep that going all year round because there are people in need in tampa bay uh no matter whether it's christmas or not and um you know we we just believe that uh you know we're so blessed to to uh you know to have done so much in tampa bay and we just want to you know keep paying it forward so cool location and if you're a customer of ours you're probably going to get some free coupons and gift cards to donation you know we're gonna yeah do some, check we're gonna out, do some right? community events we're gonna do some really cool stuff uh in partnership with uh with their business model and if you're a you know community leader if you're charitable if you're someone who supports metro you know reach out to them because i'm certain that they're going to be looking for other dovesters to make a to make an investment in in locations all over Tampa Bay, I know that they have a desire to to grow the the business because again, uh, it just provides them more money to to help more people and and kind of keep paying it forward across uh, across all of Tampa Bay, what not a, just during the holidays, but but you know yeah. all year long. What a great idea! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really and, cool. and it really was like they they started this idea of social enterprise with with the original location, and um, you know, but but the difference with the original location was that they hadn't quite figured out how they were going to partner with local community leaders to sure. kind of open locations, and and so they were as they worked through that, um, you know, the first location, uh, you know, unfortunately the building was sold, and you know they decided that uh, where donation is in downtown, they're going to make a staircase through there, so uh, you know uh, they can't really yeah, do that, right. you know, so so. So ultimately, it had to it had to close and and then open in a new location. So I'm sure there'll be other locations popping up, but you know we were there and it, it's delicious. Like it is it is really delicious. Like I I, I had like three servings. I skipped nice. dinner. And yeah, it was really bad. But Go check you know, it out. Yeah. Now now everyone's New Year's resolution is to you know eat healthy. Right. Uh, you know so you know but in ten days everyone will be back to eating. <laughs> right. like, yeah. You know, eating Make terrible. that your cheat. Uh, I, I cheat saw meal. the you know I, I saw the joke and you know I I you know work out a good bit, play some basketball and. and do do the best job I can to stay in, in shape. And, um, you know, it was funny. A buddy of mine posted, you know, a picture of a gym parking lot, and it was full. And yeah. he said, you know, don't worry, all you workout fiends. In 10 days, it'll be empty again. Yeah, I think so, today, probably January 2nd, is probably the, the busier, one of the busiest days to, yeah. to get out yeah, there you'll in get the gym in the, you, the you know, I, Like, I'll go to the YMCA today, and it'll be it'll be packed full. Yeah. You know, all the gyms will be packed full. And then within 10 days, it'll half of those people will be back to their you know, their regular routine. So, well, uh, if your New Year's resolution is buying a home, um, you know, we talked about it earlier uh, in the in the segment. If you missed it, uh, you can check out our podcast. You can go to uh, WFLA News' channel on the iHeart uh, Radio app. You can hear our podcast on there. You can also check it out by going to any of our social channels. We distribute the podcast on them the, in this upcoming week. Um, same thing with selling a home. If your listing expired, if your goal is to sell your home in 2020, um, then uh, definitely uh, stay tuned because we're going to talk after the break. You know, we talked to the audience of people whose homes failed to sell. Uh, after the break, we're going to talk to the audience of people who want to sell in 2020 and their home hasn't yet been on the market. We're going to give you some tips to avoid uh, the mistakes that those people whose homes expired yeah. off of the MLS on January 1st made and uh, reason, you know, go over some reasons why their homes didn't sell and help you prevent making those same mistakes after a quick break here on the Duncan Duo Show. Now we're back with the official real estate agents of the Tampa Bay Lightning and the best realtors in Tampa Bay, Andrew Duncan on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. So we're back here on 970 WFLA News talking about the Tampa Bay real estate market. Andrew Duncan with the Duncan Duo joined by Mike Corrigan, Cross Country Mortgage. And uh, we talk, we've already talked in this, in this show about... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Uh, you know, New Year's resolutions of buying a home. And we talked to the group of people, New Year's resolutions of selling a home whose home failed to sell already. And now I'm going to talk to the people out there whose home hasn't yet been listed. And uh, again, we want to apply for the job of selling your home. You know, we, we have you know tools that can give you uh, multiple instant cash offers to show you, hey, look, what can you do if you sell it right now? Uh, you know, rip off the Band-Aid, sell it, get it out of the way, uh, but also not let you forget about what you might leave on the table by selling it to a traditional retail uh, sale, which is the path that the majority of customers will go down. Sure. You certainly get some motivated sellers that say, hey, look, I just went out. Um, but if you want to avoid making the mistake that hundreds of home sellers made whose homes failed to sell with the first agent they hired, we talked about how January 1 is a big day that a lot of listings you know, expire with uh, their old agent or now kind of free agents to, to choose a new agent and sell their home. If you want to avoid those mistakes, listen up because I got some tips for you. And I think first and foremost, um, the, you know, preparing your home for sale. Um, walk through your home as if you were thinking about buying it and forget about your stuff um, and, and, and determine what it is about your home that you think would be a turnoff to potential buyers. A lot of people, you know, they watch HGTV, which can be a little bit, you know, you know, <laughs> deceiving. Everyone watches HGTV, so at least you have a little bit of a concept of staging. Um, but I think that a lot of the um, uh, basic things that you can do before you even meet with an agent are cleaning and decluttering and then taking care of any eyesore type things. You know, if you had a roof leak and there's a stain in the ceiling, you know, things like that, you, you have to take care of that before you put it on the market yeah. if you want max value. Um, and, and so walk through the home and see, um, you know, what you think it you know looks like and, and try your best to look past your stuff. And I think a, a good rule of thumb is less is more in this case. Correct. Right? It's the, yes. the less things you can have out on the counters, less knickknacks, yes. less things is, is usually more beneficial. Yeah. To you. And, and, and I think also, though, not having it be vacant because a lot of people don't have vision. They need to see right. how the furniture lays out and things like that. So you, you definitely do need it furnished. Um, you know, for a better oper- you know, better opportunity for, for a home that you're living in. Now, there are some instances where um, if you've already moved out of the house, you know, I have seen some homes look better vacant than they would staged. You sure. know, it depends on the home, the layout, the space. You know, sometimes, a whole, you know, if it's got small rooms, staging it can make them look smaller. You know, so there are some times where, you know, staging may not be the right path or the right option, um, you know, but, but nonetheless – Walk through the home, declutter, prepare it for sale. The second thing is picking your agent um, that you're going to go with. And, and, and again, don't make the mistake that so many make and pick the agent that 
um, you know, is a friend or an uncle's brother's cousin or your neighbor, unless your neighbor's me or <laughs> my team uh, or we're your friend. But no, it, people make the mistake a lot of time of doing that. And, and again, vet out that person's resume. Look how many homes they've sold. Look them up on Zillow and Realtor and see how active they are. You know, ask for a list of their MLS sales, you know, that prove what they've sold. Uh, I can't, you know, I see agents all the time, you know, advertising number one team in Tampa Bay, a quarter of a billion sold. It's like we sold a quarter of a billion last year. Like right. you're not the number one team. You've right. done that in your lifetime. Yep. You know, like everyone's number one in something. You know, they so so look look at their resume. Look at the homes that they've sold. Ask for the MLS printout. You know, with their name showing as the as the selling you know agency, and and verify it. You know, do do your research. Look up their listings. Look up their reviews. Um, you know, if, you know, and, and when you look at the reviews, I, I laugh sometimes because I, I, I do look at my competition sometimes to see what they're doing and I'll see that they've got, you know, 87 five-star reviews and all 87 came on April 11th, <laughs> you know, like, mm, that seems really, really odd and coincidental that all right. 87 people that have given you a five-star review all did it on the same day. Hmm. That might throw up a red flag if I were a home seller. So, so really do your due diligence. Look into that kind of stuff. Look into their reputation. Uh, do they match your values? Um, do, you know, do they do a great job marketing? Look at their listings. All of those things really come into play because realistically, picking the right agent can be the difference between your home selling for top dollar and your home not selling at all. So, so, so many, so often we put homes back on the market at the price that they were listed at before and yeah, sell them so. quickly when they sat for months and months with another agent because the other agent just didn't do a good job. Yeah. And ask them for their plan. What are they going to do to market your home? How are they going to get it out there and get it sold and everything else? A good agent, professional agent, like the, the, your team is going to lay out how they're going to go about it. What steps need to be yeah. taken before what steps once it's listed. And, and, and I think that, um, they're, you know, kind of even d- attacking that for a second, uh, people can have a good plan, but just have never actually executed the plan they could be coached true, they could right. be coached really well and say all these things but but you know proof is in the pudding yeah, okay absolutely. so now that that's your plan how many people have you executed that plan for can sure. i see that you know and and um you know agents um that are new to the business um in my experience agents that are new to the business should really focus on working with home buyers um, they don't have a marketing budget yet, and the listing side of the business is much more complicated. Whether it's syndication, whether it's the photography, their listing descriptions, um, you know, there's a reason that uh, you know experience over time yields better results. You know, there there's a reason that um, you know a team of rookies doesn't win the NBA championship every year. Right. There's a reason that, unfortunately, as much as I may not love them all the time, the Patriots win and win and win <laughs> right. and win. You know, the, the experience. You yeah. know, and and so. Um, you know, you can't buy experience. You can't be taught experience. It's just something that happens over time. And and so making sure the agent that you hire has a has you know experience or at least experience behind them of a group of people or a system, um, you know, to get the home marketed and sold. Uh, negotiating is a, is a big thing too. So um, you know, when you're when you're selling your home. You know, if you're going with an agent that isn't experienced, you may lose thousands of dollars in the negotiation because they they aren't uh, great at it. All the time, I see homes expire off of the MLS, uh, and and you know have what is perceived by other agents uh, maybe a lower commission. Uh, or maybe the agent, you could tell the agent took a discounted listing and, and the home didn't sell. And and so, you know, we'll, we'll have sellers say to us, well, hey, will you do it for cheaper? And because so-and-so said they'd do it for cheaper. And I think it's, it's something that re- you really need to look within here and think about this for a second. If they're negotiating the most valuable thing you've ever sold, 
you know, for hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe a million, maybe over a million, who knows, and they can't negotiate their own fee. Why are you hiring them to negotiate the equity of your home? Because that's essentially what you're doing. This person's going to talk to everybody that inquires about the house. And you're trusting them to negotiate in your best interest in all of those conversations, but they can't negotiate their own fee. That's a problem. Yeah. Like you Great think, point. oh, I'm going to save one percentage point. No, you're not. You're going to lose two or three. Right. Because you're going to get out negotiated by somebody that's a better agent, more experienced, and a better negotiator because you you bought on the wrong thing. Um, and 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 I see it all the time, uh, you know. And and our our agents take advantage of it all the time by being better, more experienced negotiators than people who are willing to just at any drop of a hat cut a fee to try and make a deal happen. And and so equity is lost all the time in those conversations. It, it's it, home sellers have no idea how often they hire someone that says, "Oh yeah, I'll do it for yeah, X percent lower." And then those conversations, well, will they take this? Oh yeah, I think they'll take that. Because they're they're a pushover. They can't negotiate their own fee. If they can't negotiate their own fee, how can you trust them to negotiate in your interest? So don't pick an agent simply because you think they'll do it for less and that you'll save money. Because math has shown that's not always the case. Right. Every year there are studies done about for sale by owners too, and they show the percentage of you know of of price that for sale by owners get compared to listing agents. And it's usually like nine to eleven percent. People think, oh, you know, I saved a commission, and you know, but you got nine to eleven percent lower. You really didn't right. save anything. You, yep. you lost money. Yep. So don't don't pick an agent just because they're willing to do it, uh, you know, for cheaper. And and again, there are some times where it might work out, or some neighborhoods where things are hot, you know. But the reality is, is that it's not always the case, and and a lot of people make that mistake. Another uh, big thing that you want to avoid. Let's say you have, you know, picked out your agent. Let's say that you have um, you know, done everything to prepare your home for sale, and now it's ready to go on the market. Um, a lot of sellers make the mistake of telling the agent uh, what the schedule is going to be like. Okay, it, It's kind of like telling a doctor how <laughs> to do what they're going to do. Oh, you're going to operate on me? Well, you're only going to operate on me for 15 minutes. Then you're going to take a break. You, 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 you don't want to do that. that right. You can't dictate schedule when you're selling your home. You have to have it open 365, 24-7. You got to deal with the inconvenience. If you, the, the more that you restrict the schedule, the more likely your house is going to fail to sell. Uh, so often homes fail to sell uh, because people say, oh, it can only be shown between these times or I need 24-hour notice or I need that. The more restrictions you put on that, the less likely your home is to sell. And people say, oh, I've got kids and I've got dogs and I've got this. Okay, we'll figure out solutions for those things like find a babysitter. Find a family member while your house is on the market. Find a dog sitter. Find find a way that you don't turn down showings because every turn down showing is an opportunity that you missed. And, and again, homes fail to sell all the time because the one perfect buyer for your house showed up and they said, Sunday at noon, I want to see your house. And they call it 10 and you turn it down. Right. And then they go buy another house. And then months and months go by and your house never sells because that was the one buyer and you turned them away. And, and it happens all the time. If you're going to sell your house, expect and prepare for all, time, all the time access. Make sure they follow the protocol. They go through an appointment center so you can verify that the agent is licensed and you know it's not just some random person. And you know there there can be pre qualification steps that are put in, but don't make one of those pre qualification steps your schedule because as soon as you start dictating your schedule on them, you're going to miss people, and then your house isn't going to sell. Yeah. And and so don't be a control freak about the schedule. Just approve every showing you can and get out of the house and and do everything you can. Same thing, tenant occupied properties fail to sell all the time. 
because you think the tenant is going to let people in and it's going to make the house nice, and they're not. Yep. It's going to look terrible, and they're going to say no half the time, and then the house doesn't sell, and people want to know, oh, why couldn't you sell my house? Well, it had nothing to do with us. We couldn't get the door open because your tenant you know, was you know, not letting people in. So my recommendation is to sit down with the tenant and come to an agreement uh, that allows for more relaxation over some of the access rules um, you know, for showings or wait till the home isn't tenant occupied anymore, give them notice and then sell it. But tenant occupied homes are, are uh, notorious for not selling because of the limited access and then you can't control what the house looks like. So showings get turned down all the time. If you have a tenant access, if you have a tenant occupied home on the market right now and it hasn't sold, I'd be willing to bet you money that if you ask the agent to show you how often that the t- showings have been turned down, the number is going to make your jaw drop. And and it's a disservice that you don't know that if you don't know that. You might want to look at the, look at that as another solution. But but nonetheless, it's, it's a problem, and it happens all the time. We deal with it all the time. Number one rule, access. Access, access. You want people to be able to get into the home, and if they can't, they're going to move on. They're going to buy something else. So yep. if your home hasn't sold, I promise you it's probably a problem. Yep. You know, and And so often sellers say, oh, well – you know, my agent, you know, didn't do this or they didn't do that. But, you know, uh, you know, I only allowed the showings, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays after five o'clock. And the problem wasn't your agent. <laughs> right. The problem was you, you look in the mirror, fix that, and then your home will sell. So, again, hopefully that's been helpful to everyone out there going to sell their house for the first time. Rumi back uh, wrapping up the show with our last segment here on the Duncan Duo Show after a quick break here on 970 WFLA. Hey, back with Andrew hosting the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show on 970 AM WFLA. The real estate expert in Tampa, Andrew Duncan of the Duncan Duo, 10 AM on 970 WFLA. We're back here on the Duncan Duo Show. Andrew Duncan with the Duncan Duo team, Mike Corrigan with Cross Country Mortgage. And it is now 2020, and you're probably thinking about your new year's resolutions. So not enough time has passed where people have forgotten about them. Another right. week or two and most people will have failed on, you know, 80% of their of their resolutions. But a lot of people out there want to buy a home in 2020 and um, you know, I think the you know, the reality is that so many people in Tampa Bay come from somewhere else. Uh they're they're coming from somewhere up north and they think, well, I need to wait until spring or summer right. to go looking for a home. And because that's what you do uh, up north is you wait until then. Uh, the main reason up north that you wait until then, I think, is because the weather's weather is so terrible right now. It's like I don't want to go out in 10 degrees and snow and shop for a home. Um, so I want to give you a few reasons why waiting uh, here in Tampa Bay until the spring or summer instead of starting your search now is a bad idea. First and foremost, the weather. The weather this time of year is, is great right. in Tampa Bay. I mean, you're in the 70s. <laughs> You know, you don't have a lot of rain. It's cooler. It's less humid. You're not sweating. You know, in the summer here, it can be 100 degrees and humid, and you're sweating like crazy trying to go in and out of houses, and you might look at three and be drenched in sweat. Yeah, and then you, you know? get caught in a thunderstorm and right. it's torrential yeah. downpours. Correct. And it's- so, so, so the weather this time of year is, is better. Uh, you know, it's also not hurricane season because right. that's something that happens in some of our busier times of year as you start to you know encroach upon hurricane season. So you're dealing with those extra complications of buying a home that, oh, there's a storm out there and I can't get insurance, which means my closing gets delayed or I might not be able to close on time uh that those complications are gone uh for the most part you know this time of year um because you just don't have those extra you know climate risks that you have so the weather is just much better uh this time of year another uh major reason why 
um, you know, is because of the perception that a lot of people have that they're going to wait. So, um, you know, I, I tend to think that people that buy during the winter months have less competition, which means less bidding wars, yep. less chance that you're going to overpay for the house, that you're going to get sucked into a bidding war, that the house that you like is going to get liked by someone else. Uh, all, all those things, I think, are a little less common this time of year. So if you're someone who fears rejection, uh, you know, now would be a good time to start looking because you're likely to not have that uh, as much of an obstacle. I think another thing is, um, you know, if someone does have their home on the market this time of year, maybe they're a little bit more motivated. Right. So you, so you may be able to get a better deal than you'd get in the spring or summer because the seller doesn't have as much leverage. Um, financially speaking, um, you know, I think the, um, you know, the the new year – um, is a good time because you're, um, you know, from a from a, a variety of reasons. People get their tax returns back. They get their they get they get money, so they have money for a down payment. Now, only downside is some of those people spent too much during the holidays. Right. They got a little yeah, bit higher debt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but but nonetheless, I think that you've got a certain segment of people that you know relatively soon will start getting tax returns. And have money to buy a home in the winter because they, you know, they they get a, a return and a credit from their overpayment to uh, the government. So financially speaking, it can be um, a, a pretty good time of year to, um, you know, to buy a home. Uh, from a mortgage perspective, the longer they wait, the more risk they have that rates could go up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, mortgage rates have have been low. We've talked a lot about it on the show, and they we we anticipate they will stay low, but. You know, your one economic factor from, go, you know, something happening, you know, geopolitically or anything out there that could change the interest rates. We know what they are today. No one can accurately predict what they're going to be tomorrow, um, you know, with 100 percent certainty. So the longer you go, you know, it, they could rise. Yeah, I think that's, um, you know, another reason I think that um, personally, um, you know, I think there's a certain segment of our population that runs their entire social schedule around football. I am not one of those people. <laughs> Um, I literally haven't watched much football at all. I, I just, I'm not, it's not my sport. I'm not heavily into it. I'll catch a game here and there. But um, buying a home and being in before the Super Bowl, kind of a cool thing. Be able right. to, be able yep. to, you know, have your TV up on the wall and watch the Super Bowl at your new house, have family over. Um, I, I think is something that a, a lot of people, um, you know, appreciate about buying a home this time of year because they can, you know, they, they can have those, you know, things and, and, and certain certain reasons why their social schedule works around that uh, being able to, to do that in your new home, I think is a, is a bonus as well. I think another, uh, another reason, a lot of people buy a um, home and then have projects that they want to accomplish right. uh, and especially people with kids. So they have projects that they want to accomplish and then they buy the home during the time that the kids are out of school um, and, and they, or they buy during the school year, or they buy, you know, whatever, if you buy early in the year, you've got spring break and summer that you can do all of your projects right? Yep. so that yeah, you can have time. the house ready to go for the holidays. Um, and I know it's kind of crazy to talk about the holidays, you know, just after the holidays, but I think a lot of people, again, kind of plan on that. They want to they be into the new home and have it all ready for next year for family to come over. And the later in the year you do that, the more uh, you may not get the home ready, um, you know, by that time. I think another, if you're someone that's looking to buy a brand new construction home, also uh, a good time of year to negotiate with new home builders. Right. And by getting it done early enough in the year, it can hopefully be done 
by either late summer or the holidays. Right. So, yeah, and they want to get off to a quick start in sales and put it on their books and bingo. everything else. Yeah, so, so there can yeah. be some some motivation there. So hopefully those are some tips to help you uh, you know, get motivated, get out there and buy a home early in 2020 instead of waiting until too late in the year. And we appreciate you tuning in and uh, hope you're off to a great start in 2020 and uh, hope you had a great new year and uh, have a great rest of Sunday, Tampa Bay. The preceding program was paid for by the Duncan Duo at Remax Dynamic. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.